Hey, welcome back to the Recharge Podcast. I'm your host, Mitchell MD, and this is, I think, episode 140. We talked about in the last episode the signs and symptoms of an enlarged prostate, and we'll discuss those briefly here in a minute. But I wanted to get out in this short high-level overview is a optionality menu, if you will, of treatment for an enlarged prostate or BPH. Men oftentimes tend to ignore things and they just kind of watch and see what happens. And this is very common in the realm of prostate enlargement as well. It's not uncommon to have symptoms that have been going on for months or years before somebody will finally seek treatment. So mild symptoms, not so much, but severe symptoms really can be disruptive to lifestyle and be an inconvenience. Not only that, the disruption of sleep is a huge driver of other health issues as well. So the first avenue is Lifestyle modification, whether that involves avoiding excessive caffeine or alcohol, both of these substances are diuretics that produce increased urine flow and urine output, and also monitoring timing and intake of water. I drink a ton of water during the day, and this can create some problems. I, I tend to taper it off at night because, like most people, I don't like getting up at night, particularly in the wintertime when it's cold in the house. So just a very simple, simple uh, way to consider that strategy. The next is drug therapy. There are drugs like alfuzacin or tamsulosin, better known as Flomax. These can be used for kidney stones, but they help to relax the muscles inside the prostate. Unfortunately, they can have some side effects like dizziness and can cause some sexual dysfunction and sexual side effects as well. So they're not by any stretch of the imagination perfect and they don't work immediately overnight. They can take a little bit of time for the body to adapt and adjust. And obviously a person's individual physician needs to have a thorough medical history, and there are some contraindications to using these medications. Next are 5-alpha reductase inhibitors. These have gotten a lot of press because of use in hair loss realm, and the most commonly noted one is finasteride and also deuteroide. These can reduce or shrink the size of the prostate, but unfortunately they can also cause sexual side effects such as decreased libido or desire and erectile dysfunction in itself. There are some other weird side effects from finasteride like breast tenderness, testicle pain, decreased semen volume. There are some concerns about fertility for men who are trying to conceive with their partner. There's tons of information online about that. I encourage you if that is your situation to discuss that with uh, your OBGYN provider and the person who prescribes your finasteride as well. Combining alpha blockers and 5-alpha reductase inhibitors can be more effective in some cases. Obviously, this is a cost-benefit decision based on age, underlying health, interactions with other medications. There's a variety of things that need to be considered before just selecting a one-size-fits-all. The ED medication, Tadalafil, better known as Cialis, can be used as a dual-purpose drug. It actually can enhance sexual function taken in a daily dose. Most men would take around 5 milligrams a day. There's a smaller dose available. In my men's health practice, I have maybe a handful of men who like the 2.5-milligram dose, not nearly as common as a 5-milligram dose, but it is serving a dual purpose. It is helping in the bedroom, and it is also helping with evacuation of urine and decreasing some of those unpleasant Symptoms like going to the bathroom all the time, straining, hesitancy, all those things. There are minimally invasive surgical procedures. I've actually talked to several urologists about this. Some of them involve lasers. Others involve water or heat or microwave thermotherapy. And then there's also something called a urolift, which is a procedure where little anchors are placed in the prostate. Just think of the prostate like a sponge with a straw passing through the middle of it. And as that sponge grows and encroaches and compresses the, the, the lumen of the straw, it's going to decrease urinary output 
urine flow and cause all the unpleasant symptoms. So what the urologist does through a small little camera is go through the penis into the urethra, which is the tube between the, the bladder and the outside of the body, and goes into the section of the urethra where the prostate is compressing the urethra, the tube or the straw, as I alluded to in the early analogy, and puts little anchors in there to kind of pop it open and allow better flow. So there can be some problems and complications with this. It can need to be repeated later on. It also has some influence on MRI imaging. So MRI is just a advanced imaging modality that is used and very powerful in the evaluation and workup of prostate cancer. So it can have some, some negative impact or some negative connotations in that realm. So make sure that the person you're discussing this with has a, a full grasp and, and ask as many questions as you want to make sure you clearly understand what's going to be the outcome tomorrow, next week, and five years from now. So obviously there are a variety of things that go into any decision, whether this is life-related, health-related, have a frank, honest discussion with your practitioner about the symptoms, what you hope to gain, what you're willing to accept in terms of side effects or potential risks, whether it's a surgical risk, medication risk, or risk of doing nothing. It's also crucial that you are upfront about anything that you're taking. Unfortunately, I've seen a lot of men who are taking medication without full disclosure to their regular doctor, and this can cause some long-term impacts negative medication interactions and can predispose to having some untoward health consequences. So that was a lot of words just to say, just to be honest and open with your doctor or nurse practitioner or PA, whoever you see, and help them make the best, most informed decision regarding your health. That's it. Take care. Be well. Hope you like this episode. We'll talk to you soon.